The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Hello, and welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we're going to talk about gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude and one that we can hopefully choose when we need it most, but when we need it most, it might not be so easy. You might be listening to this and wanting to make connections with loved ones who are out of body and not feeling gratitude at all because of the circumstances, and that, of course, would be justifiable depending on what's going on for you. There are all kinds of things to be upset about in the course of our day, but when we feel separated from somebody we love and if they've transitioned out of body, it's it's very hard to find something to be to be thankful for because they're not here with us and sharing in the joy. And, you know, I hear when I channel for people, one of the hardest things is that feeling of camaraderie. Maybe the person who went out of body, they'd be the person that when you're in the room and there are things going on, you'd catch each other's eye and feel understood. Maybe just watching the joy of the person that has transitioned out of body when they were in body, watching them grow, watching them expand, watching them learn. And how horribly, beyond words, beyond anything we can possibly say, devastating is it when that person is no longer part of the physical reality. It's a very strange, strange thing. Here, we're living in a physical world and we walk in and out of a house, we get inside a car, we're walking on the sidewalk, we look in, in, at the trees and hug them, hopefully, and they're all physical and they're here to back us up and give us support. What if that person that gave us support or we were supporting has gone out of body? What then? How can you possibly find gratitude on the physical plane when they're not doing all the things that you had hoped for them? Or they're not doing all the things that maybe you didn't hope for them, but they were going off in that direction and you were cheering them on, or maybe you even, maybe you weren't. But they were often doing, and then when they're out of body, what happens then? Where do you direct your attention? How do you hug them? How do you hold them? Well, holding is something that, you know, on the physical plane we can hug, but once they're out of body, 
we don't have that and our body can physically, physically be hungry for it, grieve for it. So we have a lot going on in the physical plane that we're trying to balance. The head could feel like it's going to explode. It could feel like, you know, somebody can say hello to you and just that being kind to you and that vulnerability could just break you down. I think from what I'm hearing out there, our loved ones are wrapped around us and it matters to them how we are. It very much matters to them about how we are. In fact, it's their main concern. They know that it's devastating for us. And here's something that we can be thankful for. Our knowing that even though we can't see them the way we did, the way that gives us courage and knowing that they're with us, they see us. They are not missing us the same way. People ask constantly, do they miss us? Do they? And they say, no. We may miss our physical life. We may miss the plans we had with you. But do we miss you? No, we're sitting on the couch with you. We're there. One of the most beautiful things about channeling, they'll talk about the things that happened, their preferences and all the things, so that you know it's them. And they'll talk about what went on before the transition. But something magical happens then. Then they talk about all the things that have happened in the person's life that they're channeling too, that they were not in the physical plane to witness proof time and time again that they are with us, that they're watching us, they're hopeful. Hopeful, yes. And that's something that they're out there, you know, I'm listening, it's group speak. There are a whole lot of kids here. There are a few older people. I love when basically I'm recording these and the room fills up. Right before we started, I went to high five a few of the kids and then there were so many hands. How can you do it? They're here. But of course, we want to hug them and we want to see them graduate and we want to see them do things and we want to get in the car with them and talk. I bring up the car because that's one of the happier places that they get in the car with you and they talk. They love riding shotgun. You know why? Because you might be a little bit distracted. You're driving. They're not going to mess it up so that you can't, you know, maybe you'll get lost, but they won't distract you from needing to focus on driving. No, 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 no. They just let you know with an extra confidence that you back up. One of our daughter's closest friends, he's a Broadway guy and he does shows. His mom went out of body several years ago. I think I've mentioned this before. His mom is laughing. She's come in and talked before. And he writes in every playbill, thank you, mom, you've got the best seat in the house. She gets to see every single show. She gets to be there. She's not invasive, but do you think she missed one show? And this guy's traveling. She wouldn't have gotten to see them. It's almost like she's, she's kind of like holding her hand over her mouth and giggling and saying, don't tell his dad, I get to see everything. It's a great advantage. For us, of course not. We want to hug them. <laughs> she says, you know, she wants to hand him the flowers after the show. She wants to congratulate him. But she is there witnessing all of it. I hear from siblings constantly, brothers and sisters graduation, new additions to the family, anniversary parties, they love birthday parties, especially their own, even if they're out of body. They say, yes, get a cake, and it won't, I'll try and hug you so it won't feel sad. You see, if you get a cupcake and you put a candle on it, and of course they want everyone to have cake, and kids will often suggest that you get something that they would love and donate it because 
when someone we love goes out of body, we have so much love in us and we want to spread that on the physical plane. And so many people who have so much love, they become do-getters in the world. They'll go and they'll buy and they'll do or they'll clothe or they'll help because you want to do something on the physical plane. They're giggling. A couple of kids are giggling out there. Um, some moms like to go to the cemetery and they put flowers. And these kids think that's very nice because the flowers make mom feel better. How many times have I channeled? We all sit in the kitchen. Then we all go to the cemetery. Then we come home. Could we please just stay in the kitchen because I like it better there? But they will support us going because it's a connection on the physical plane if we feel we need it. They like the idea even more of knowing that they're sitting with us. You cook something, especially cookies, they'll be around. They love that. Do you devote your time to physically trying to enhance the spiritual life of someone you love? It's not necessary. You're enough. Your existence is the draw, the love. You don't need to cook or do, but if you think of something and you direct it towards them, they hear it. When you talk to them, they hear it. So here's the gratitude. While our daughter's friend might be so grateful that his mom hasn't missed a show, it's interesting. How do you talk to dad who doesn't get to see it that way? And he's missing his wife, and he doesn't get to see every show. And yet, he's grateful that she has that and is not cut off from him because our illusion here on the physical plane is being cut off from those we love. So here's something to have gratitude for, even if you can't feel it, even if you don't know it in your mind. But the people we love, they were here before they came in body, and they're here out of body. They're together with loved ones out there. But you know who they want to be with? The loved ones here. Over and over, heaven wouldn't be heaven if we couldn't be with the people we love, if we couldn't help the people we love. Well, Here's another aspect of it. As we're trying to be happy for them and their access to us, of course, we're dealing with our grief, and we can't deny that. We live in the physical world, and we've talked quite a bit about that, and there are so many ways to help with our grief. And if you need to carry on and go wild, you know, crying is the best thing. You let it go. But also part of the balance, as we always say, is hugging all the high vibration things in the world, doggies and kitties, each other, the plants, the trees, the sunsets, everything that's magnificent raises your vibration and you feel better. And our loved ones out there want that, but they want it. Well, of course, that's the main reason. But physics, your vibration literally goes up when you do this, providing them with more access. They can hug us, and when we react, they are so joyful. They are very reactive with us. So we're not saying to fake it till you make it. However, when you understand the reality of it, and let's go back to our friend Michaela, who's out of body, and she pops in quite a bit, and um, her birthday and anniversary of her angel day, her transition day, she went out on her birthday was pretty recent, and she's been hanging out quite a bit. And she's really into helping her parents understand that she's expanding her life, that she's learning, that she's making relationships out there, and getting to know people that, of course, 
Once they're out of body, the people that passed before them, that they know, of course, they're hanging out with them and catching up. Grandparents, great-grandparents, whoever's out there, they're there to meet us. Friends, animals, of course. But did you know that they also make new friends? And so if you get together with a friend or you go to a meeting, a grief meeting or somewhere where you can share or celebrate life, they're meeting each other. I've, I've come to realize over the years that um, it, it's so funny as it happens that I'll channel for a family and then a week later I'll channel for another family and somebody from the first family shows up and it's like, what? What are you doing here? Well, you know, we like to come around and I mean, if they're doing that while I'm channeling, imagine what they're doing around you with the emotional connections. All of what's going on around you and it might not even come to mind, but they are making connections and expanding and laughing and enjoying. And yes, they cry when we cry and we need to cry. And, you know, a lot of kids will say, I only cry when you cry. And then parents feel guilty that they shouldn't. Oh, no, no, no. They're holding us when we cry. We need to release. We don't want to have that ill at ease or disease or hold it in the body. We've talked about that too. But they want to celebrate with us. They want to do that. Now, there's a young man that I've, I've channeled for, oh, maybe about 10 years now. There's a young lady that he made her acquaintance, and he didn't know her very well, but she has since gone out of body. And in the last few years, they've gotten together, and they ask if they could come together and talk to his family, which we would often do on the anniversary of his angel day, his transition day. And they talked about how they wanted his parents' blessing because they were committed to each other and they were very much in love. Now, he admits to having maybe a little bit of a crush on her when he saw her out of the corner of his eye maybe in the past, but relationships continue. And so they come together now and they hang out whenever we're channeling for his family. And they, we literally felt as if they were having a little wedding out there. They were making a commitment with the parents and his sister as witness. And it brought them joy. But you know what else he wants you to know? What brought them joy was their parents, his parents knowing. He says in his case, they didn't know if he would find happiness here. He had a lot of trouble and a lot of physical trouble. And he was very uncomfortable in his body for a long time. And, he, you know, he was a younger adult when he transitioned. And he didn't have some of the things that his parents knew he wanted in this life. The kind of relationship he has now. And they're able to understand and be happy for him and have gratitude. Because that's what love does, even though they don't get to witness it physically with their eyes. They don't get to have that. And they're living in a physical world where they're looking around and people are doing all those things and making weddings and picking caterers and all the things that people do. And they're down to the essence, the heart part. And it's also the hard part. The hard part is it wasn't what they pictured. It wasn't what they envisioned. And yet, all they really want is for their child to be happy. And he's finding that in a way that he could not hear 
for a lot of reasons. And maybe he held himself back and maybe he was afraid. And of course, he wants you to know he's done a whole lot of work with his life review. And he's a bit of a mischief maker in a really fun way. And so is this lovely lady he is with. Oh, yeah, she just says she can run circles around him causing mischief, which really made his parents laugh because you had to go some. Not mean-spirited, but, oh, maybe in the past, but, you know, basically now in good fun. He's a sweetheart, and he wants you to know his life is sweeter since he went out of body. And for some people who have suffered so while they are here, that's a truth. Is that what we want for them to go out of body? Of course. Oh, he yelled, hell no, hell no. Um, and by the way, he says, there's no hell as far as he's concerned because he's just fine. He's horsing around, but this is somebody who, a kind, good-hearted person who felt like sometimes he didn't get it right. So he would hold himself accountable. And now he's done his work with his life review and he has clarity and he's really enjoying, how, do, how should we say it without being offensive to those who are in the physical body? He's enjoying his afterlife, his spiritual life, his life, his energetic life. And here's the thing. Our love for children, for everybody that we love, we want what's best for them. And of course, we want what we want. And when we love someone, we want to hug them. But if that is absolutely impossible, and if there's nothing we feel gratitude for right now, because everything feels bleak, dark, dizzy, horrible. The world might not feel friendly at all. If there's a little crack in there that you can let light in, let's take a deep breath and feel your body relax. And let's do our little mantra for protection and invitation and intention. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. I don't know if you could hear. I was chuckling while I'm saying this because kids are clamoring. I'm okay. I'm okay. Some of them are crying and pretending to be rattling on the bars to let you know. Does it help your day-to-day? -day? <laughs> in the big picture, we hope so, they say, we hope so. Will it change it in terms of what you want in the physical? <laughs> no. However, they work long and hard at getting through to us and bringing in physical, physical reminders There's a young man out there. His name is Connor. He's come in before, too. And in the future, we'll be talking to his mom and his communication with her and how they're working it and how they're expanding it. And earlier, she, she had some medical stuff going on. And I texted her and said, you know, he's with you and just wants you to know. And, he, and, and she commented that he's playing with the lights <laughs> over at the doctor's office, and he's pulling in music that, you know, it's not random. He's letting her know. Now, would he have been at that doctor's appointment? Of course not. So it's interesting when we start shifting the reality, and is it easy? Of course not. We live in the physical world. Take a deep breath and let yourself relax. Let the shoulders go down. Let the shoulder blades fall back and the chest open up. 
and allow yourself to just be open to feeling the loved ones who are surrounding you because they are. Even if they were grumpy before going out, even if things feel like in, in most cases where things weren't resolved, they say, okay, believe us, most things are resolved once they go out of body. If there's something more extreme, there's a rehab setting, and eventually everything is worked out, not to just, you know, pour little sparkles over everything and say everything is fine, but for the most part, sitting here listening, take a deep breath, and your loved ones are with you. And you can't have gratitude for what wanting something you can't have. Of course not. They agree with you. Take a deep breath and allow yourself to feel, if not gratitude, an inkling of what they're trying to do. Let's aid and abet their efforts. You don't have to try for you. It's happening. Remember, Michaela says, her mom says, awareness of the connection is the connection. Feel the soles of your feet if you're sitting, on, you know, if, they're, if they're on the floor, or just feel them, feel the palms of your hands. Just feel yourself in your body. You're not flying out. Sometimes when you dream, you do that and you visit, or they come visit in dreams. But right now you're listening. Maybe you're floating. Maybe you're falling asleep listening to this and having a visit. But here's the thing. You're living in the physical world. All you need to do is direct your intention to align with your loved one's heart because all they want to do is love you and let you know that they're doing that. And of course you love them. And of course it matters if they're okay. There are so many sessions where I'll have a parent, just tell me they're all right. Are they all right? Are they with? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And if your loved one went out by a means where maybe somebody told you that they're not going to have access to the light and their loved ones, almost all, really, almost all of those who took themselves out or aided and abetted with their going out of body, it's very rare that somebody is that vindictive or cruel or doing it as a mean thing, and they go into a rehab setting where they are treated with compassion to understand why they went against their life force with kindness, even if they weren't kind to themselves or others, because that's how we grow. But 99.999, even if it was... You know, because there's so many that are accidental, so many people not in their right mind. But even if it absolutely looks like it was purposeful, and maybe it was in that moment just to make the, the pain stop, most people report that they were just trying to get something to stop, not in their right mind, or that they were just, you know, some kind of mental illness happening. Yes, you thinking that they're not okay. They're okay and they're with you. There's a whole crowd of kids here, and, and young adults, and older people too. Ah, there's an older gentleman here who had dementia before going out, and he wants his wife to know because she's listening, and she's sitting there crying, that he understands everything that she said to him, even though it looks like he didn't when he was here. The soul gets all of it. The soul understands it, and even if the mind can't comprehend it at the time that it's going down, at the life review, 
we get to watch. I say we because I'm speaking for all these people. And I guess, you know, past lives, I was part of the we and so were you. If you believe in that we come back and I mean, I, I believe that and, and many, many people in the world do. Either way, whatever your belief system is, they're coming in to report that life continues and that what we do matters. So what we can have gratitude for is knowing, the knowing that what they're doing matters. It matters to them, of course it does. But when they know it matters to us, the relationship bursts open joyfully, happily. They're acknowledged and it brings them joy. If they could come in body and hug you, they would, but they can't. And it's very frustrating for them because we're in pain, we're all in pain. And that pain has to happen so that we're relieved of it. If we don't allow our pain to go, as we say all the time on the physical plane, we don't want it sitting there inside us. But as a balance, look up at the sky, look up at the stars, pet the doggy. Anything like that that brings you to that higher frequency. Every day that you care about your loved ones being okay, they're reflecting that right back to you. They want you to be okay. And they know you're not on the physical plane. They don't expect you to kick up your heels and act normal. But they are establishing the new normal, and they want to tell you a few things to be light or lighter on yourself about. Very, very often, they will come in dreams. It's one of the first ways to get through because we, in our bodies, are vibrating at a pretty high frequency when we're asleep. So we have dreams, and if we're lucky enough to remember them, which we don't right away, I hear time and time again, I feel like I'm with them. It's visceral. I can taste it. It's like I could feel on my fingertips. Can't remember a word. Yes, that happens all the time and for a whole bunch of reasons. And out of body, they'll laugh and say, well, yeah. First of all, I have to learn how to do it and get the words across. Don't think you're the one who's just, you know, I'm learning how to communicate this way now. And some information came into even further that concept. Our primary language is energy. When they came in as babies, we communicated with energy. We'd make sounds and we show them colors and, and babies gurgle and coo and cry. They're not using words yet. So when we're back out out of body and the energy is so raw and so needed, the connection, God, they need that connection just like we do desperately. And so they're communicating energetically. All they want to do is hug us. You know, if we're worried about someone or someone gets a diagnosis or they had a near miss, all we want to do is grab them and hug them. We'll discuss it later. We want to hold them, hold them. So they're doing that with us in the way that they know how to. So us with our great big brains and our great big heads, we're thinking, well, I don't remember the words. I'm not doing it right. They want you to know that you don't have to worry about doing anything right. But they ask a couple of things. Love us, love us, love us. And they're crying and they're showing they need it. The happiest kids out there, it doesn't mean, you know, you, they, they, they're they talking fast. It's all coming in at once. The happiest kids have a kid, have a, I'm sorry. See, they're doing the emotion thing. Let's just stop for a minute and take a breath to feel what's around you because there might be a lot going on right now. 
Let your hands be open. Notice if you feel a shift in the energy or the temperature. One little girl just grabbed her mom's little finger on the right hand. It's different for everybody. If you don't feel it, it's okay. If you imagine it, it's okay. Again, like Michaela's mom, Carrie, said, awareness of the connection is the connection. They're learning how to do it with us. And so what they're asking of us is to allow our emotion and to have a release all of that grief as much as we can. And as you already know, the society is not so good with that. And people don't know what to say and do. You might find that people who have been through similar trauma, you might gravitate towards each other because you understand. And, and that's, that makes so much sense. We're in a society that sometimes wants to put a lid on grief itself or, or a timetable, and we know that that isn't how it works. It isn't how it works because our relationships, you know, if somebody goes out of body, how, our relationship with them in the body and how we feel about them, it never ends how we feel, what we thought, what could have been. But the important part that they want to get across to us, the important thing they want to get across to us is the relationship continues. It is different. Oh, yes, it is. And they're missing that aspect of it with us, but they suffer less because they literally will be sitting on the couch next to you. So they know you exist. They don't doubt it. It's not based on faith. And when you allow yourself the gratitude of knowing that they feel safe, loved, taken care of. I know I've mentioned this before. Um, my dear friend Sita, whose son is out of body, and you'll meet her eventually on one of these podcasts. She said after her son went out of body, she and, and I think she was vegan at the time, she would get this overwhelming urge, I need to make a steak because he liked steak. We're going to have those hiccups. We live in the physical plane. And you know what I think she realized? And yeah, Diego, he's her son, he's saying she realized it was her way of honoring me. And do you know what else he wants to say? She got that urge when I was in the room with her. It wasn't random, just out of habit, although you would assume it would be. But she got that urge. Oh, oh, Diego, I need, oh, he's, he's here. My son is here. I need to make him. Was it that conscious? Eventually. But, and, and he's giggling. It isn't me giggling. Diego's laughing and he's saying, I love, this is Diego. I love being able to trigger in my mom the reality that I'm here. Now, right after, she might be sad and go, oh, oh. And one of the first things she asked about channeling, and she channels too, is, I'm concerned he's hungry. He's laughing. Yeah, he's hungry all the time, but he can have whatever he wants. <laughs> he can have anything. And as I've often joked, you know, when I go out of body, I'm meeting up with my dad at a New York Brooklyn deli and having an egg cream. They can manifest anything they want. They're not missing out on so much of what we think they are missing out on. No, they are not. Everything here on the earth plane is a reflection of their spiritual plane. So we build it and we come and we have our life here with the illusions so that we can grow and expand. And we've talked about that and it's wonderful and it's a beautiful setup. And when you think of the setup that when we're at our most devastated, 
the scariest. When someone we love and we hold on to and all of a sudden they're not in our arms. Isn't it miraculous and beautiful? I think of Einstein when he said, you have two ways to live your life, as if nothing is a miracle or as if everything is a miracle. I have that hanging up in the house, and I I want to remind myself of that every day. Because we can sleepwalk. We all do sometimes. Well, I'm sure not everyone. I do. Um, But, you know, sometimes we sleepwalk and we don't realize. And I think, well, they're saying sometimes it's very important to just get caught up in what you want and what you wish. And maybe you don't want to let go of that. And maybe you're angry and you want to stamp your feet and think of what they would be doing at this age, at that age, and what they'd look like. And that's really, to me, that seems really normal. But they're asking you to integrate into your reality what's happening for them because they're not sad anymore about missing that age or that or this because they are opening their arms to the bliss that's available to them on the spiritual plane which means friends and people that they loved before that went out before them and new people. But it includes you. It includes you in their bliss because it wouldn't be bliss. And how can they ask us to have bliss when we don't have access the same way? That's when you have to really take responsibility and focus on the the love you have for them. Now, they're going to bring you and are already trying and there's signs and all kinds of things, and maybe that's why you're listening to learn more about it and rejoice and share with each other. It's really magnificent. And when we share those things, our vibration goes up, and we need that support on the physical plane. So we need the groups who raise the vibration. But isn't divine simply divine? to make the key, the key to the communication, your bliss here on the physical plane. Kitties, doggies, hugs, music, art, deliciousness, food fights, but not spaghetti that you have to clean, popcorn and and candy, things whimsy, sweetness. How divine that these are the things that raise our vibration to allow our children, our loved ones, our parents, our oldsters out there, our animals, our loved furry friends, they have access to us when we release and move upward. So don't judge your grief. Carry on, of course. Physically, you need to. I can feel it with people. Other people can too. It'll sometimes block the throat or it'll be between the eyes, right in between the eyebrows. Sometimes, oh, I can feel it on some people. It feels like like a weird taste in your mouth and you can't swallow it, but you can't say enough to have it be to have it be tempered and have it be relaxed. All those things are happening at once. The world doesn't feel safe, maybe. Literally feel dizzy. I remember, and I've mentioned this when my mom went out of body. Um, the world was spinning. It was literally, I felt like somebody pulled a rug out and I was falling over. Our bodies react because it's a physical thing to love and hold the way we do. But for so many of us, our love for them is so great that what we want for them to have ease and expansion and enjoy 
where they are and have confidence. We don't want to fake it and say we're fine so that they don't worry about us. But you know what? A little bit of, hey, I do care about what you're doing. Hey, good morning. It doesn't mean we exchange our physical life to walk with them. But isn't it divine that embracing the physical life is the window, the clarity, the communication, the wire, however you want to put it. Take a deep breath. And you might be feeling your pain, but right now, right now, allow your heart to just feel the love because if you didn't love them the way you do, there wouldn't be pain, though, would there? Feel what's happening behind your eyes. Feel what's happening if your nose is burning. Feel what's happening if your feet feel a little weird energetically because you want to jump and run because it's too much. Feel the spine. Feel your stomach. Take a deep breath. And allow, if it feels right to you, give permission for your loved ones to hug you. Take a breath. If your mind wants to dance and tell you what it should be like, that's okay. Don't worry about it. We have very strong, smart minds. Take another breath. And if you feel a little bit of melting or a little bit of your brain not following or a little bit of, I don't know how to, ah, just take that breath and relax. Your loved ones are here. They're wrapped around you. They do it all the time. And when they sense an opportunity, when you put something like this on or listen to someone else or have a conversation with a friend or hug your furry friend or just look up and say, hey, your vibration expands. People, and that means all people because babies do it when they come in, but some people manage to still be able to see it, people who see light around people. You could be doing this and not saying a word, and they will see the light expand. And they will see the people coming in to hug you. And it's all real, whether you see it or not, whether I see it or not, whether or not you have a witness. Right now, you are helping the comfort level of those you love. And for that, for that, they are crying with relief. And for that, they have immense gratitude because they want to be acknowledged and it's so important to them. You don't need to know everything they're doing, though sometimes some kids and some people like to let people know. And in many ways they do that. But it matters to them that you know that they're expanding and that they're continuing to love you because how could they not? If they're creating heaven with the expansion and the knowing and everything they wanted to learn, you have to be included. They want to include you. So for you, it's the juxtaposition of the physical balance and the spiritual splendor. That's the word that came in, splendor. And it feels like a slap in the face to somebody grieving here on the physical plane. But these two coexist. And eventually, as time goes on, with allowing, are we judging, letting go of pain or grieving? No, 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 that's personal, and you do what you need to do. But as time goes on, as you have gratitude 
for love continuing again, awareness is the connection. They have gratitude for their need being met because they know you still love them, but you're bringing it to current, real time now, not based on what might have been, but where they are now. And even if you don't know what they're doing at the moment, they're loving you. And that's where the gratitude grows. So even as you align with your grief on the physical plane and do what you need to do, if you can, if you can, take a second and look up and go, hey, hey, the comfort you will bring to them is immense because they're looking for the reciprocity and we know you are too. And it's allowing and what is the key that brings it in? Gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude that raises the vibration. And though it feels impossible, they're wrapped around us to teach us that the bottom line is gratitude for the love we share. And if they were in body and you use that past tense shared, gratitude for that. But love continues and they have gratitude for it. They know you do too, because the level of pain, all that pain, it's because you love. It's because there is love. And that's something to be grateful for. They're here. They're loving you. Relax and allow. And love continues. Remember, always remember, they may be passed from the physical, but they are present and their love surrounds you. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.